Welcome to another episode of the Understory podcast. Understory features sustainable innovations that will make our world more sustainable, and we have featured many innovators and innovations in variety of different spaces in sustainability. And today, I'm very excited to have Eliza Arnold, who is a co-founder of Arnie, to be here with us. Eliza, welcome to Understory podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us about Arnie. Um, so Arnie is um, it's an automated portfolio builder for the ethical investor. Um, so what we do is we build you customized individual portfolios that in, invest your money in companies that are making a positive impact and solving the problems you care about, and divest from companies that are causing harm. So uh, you know most people don't realize that if you're invested in an ETF or a mutual fund. You most likely own companies that have practices you disagree with.、Um, you know anything from、um, deforestation to high fossil fuel emitters to companies that have no board diversity,、um, and there's no real way for you to control this unless you were to build a customized fund.、Um, the problem with that is、um, most people don't have the The money needed to、um, access this type of customization. So to get that, you would have to work with a, a private advisor, and usually those minimums are very high. So it leaves out about 95% of the U.S. market,、um, and that's where we come in. So we are basically taking、um, the simplification of a robo advisor, similar to Betterment or Elvest or Wealthfront, but blending that with the customization of a private advisor. So. You know, we build you a diversified portfolio, similar to a standard robo advisor, but you get to tell us what your specific values are—anything、um, from environmental, social, and governance—so that we then align your portfolio to your values. And how then? What kinds of assets could your users or client invest in? So it'll be a, a fully diversified portfolio. So,、um, you know, you'll be invested in some funds and ETFs.、Um, you'll have some cash, and then what's the most interesting to most people is the equity allocation of the portfolio, which is where we can really、uh, get get super super specific and customized. So、um, we we provide direct stock ownership. So、um, for the equity allocation, we invest in specific companies for you.、Um, you know, because of fractional shares, you can now get a really diversified portfolio without needing millions of dollars to be able to buy. You know, five stocks of Amazon. You can buy, you know, half a stock of Amazon.、Um, so、uh, we we were able to build you、um, basically what looks like your own personalized fund for the equities allocation. So that way, you get that level of personalization and customization. Got it. And for for audience, and obviously many people who are following sustainability have seen the letter coming out of BlackRock and、mm-hmm. many other action letters and support for voting with your dollar,、uh, as they、mm-hmm. say,、uh, to influence change. And y- you're doing something similar where you're trying to educate. Your clients, with respect to the values that they grew with, and here are the way that they can allocate their savings for investment and so forth. What do you think about the demographic of people who will invest alongside of ESG or environmentally friendly companies and so forth? Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely, obviously, a, a growing trend.、Uh, you know, once the big guys start talking about it publicly, you know, you're onto something.、Um, you know, 84% of retail investors, which are you know standard investors, 
have expressed that they want sustainable investments that are specifically customized to meet their values. Um, so there's there's a, there's a ton of um, evidence supporting this this trend um, and moving in this direction. And there's also um, a lot of evidence to support um, the the fact that sustainable investments can actually um, end up getting you um, better results. So um, you know this is this is definitely um, I think a trend that's that's very much here to stay. Um, it's not just a sort of blip. This has been something people have been talking about for the past five years, but we've really, really, really seen it take off in the past two years, particularly um, on the institutional side of the market. You know, so so usually that's where we see trends growing first, and then eventually they'll reach the retail market. And I think that's sort of what's happening now, uh, particularly with everything that's gone on in the pandemic and with Black Lives Matter. You know, there's a there's a bit of um an unraveling of our, of our established systems um, and a revealing of the, the underlying structures. And I think that people realize that we don't have to keep moving forward in the way that we always have. Um, you know, this, this form of capitalism that we've been working with for decades isn't maybe the best form of it. Um, and so can we find a way to, to adjust this, this way of, um, of thinking about capitalism to actually work more for the people, you know, can we move uh, focus from shareholders specifically to all stakeholders? You know, considering uh, community impact and environmental impact, not just the bottom line of shareholder value. Yeah, and some of the areas or issues that you put on the website um, where people can uh, target their uh, their investments. Include, you know, fossil fuels, uh, deforestation, carbon emission, tobacco, uh, gender equality, board diversity, uh, board independence—all all hot issues. And how do you, um, how how do you discern or or evaluate whether uh, you know a public company is doing good? Or doing well uh, in board diversity, or uh, acting effectively in carbon emissions, and then be able to translate that into, uh, you know, as you said, opportunities for investments for retail investors. Yeah. So um, you know, it's it's. I'm, I'm glad you asked the question the way you did because a lot of people assume that a company is either sustainable or not, um, and that it's completely binary, and that's not true. Um, every company is uh, rated according to every value. So, so we don't actually do the um, the values ratings. There are many companies um, that have hundreds of people digging through public filings and a bunch of research to uh, give each company a rating according to each value. And so, what we do is we aggregate a bunch of resources. So, we take some of the big guys um, like MSCI um, or Refinitiv. And then we take some smaller sort of niche sources like Forest 500 or Women on Boards, um, you know, groups that really dive into their specific value. So we aggregate all of those so that we then have an overall uh, rating for each company in each value. So let's take, you know, Amazon again. They have um, a rating for uh, water usage, water usage efficiency. They have a rating for um, privacy. They have a rating for equitable CEO worker pay. So then what you can do um, as one of our users is you can come on, tell us which values are most important to you. So let's say you, you, know, you really, really, really care about 
um, equitable CEO worker pay. You really care about closing that income inequality gap. Um, but maybe you don't really think that privacy concerns are the biggest issue for you. So uh, that means that Amazon uh, or any company, any publicly traded company, would be rated, um, we would take their rating and they would be weighted in your portfolio higher for the values you care about and weighted lower for the values you don't. So, you know, if you really, really care about equitable CEO worker pay, um, Amazon's probably not going to be a great company. Uh, they're not going to be rated that well in that aspect because there's a huge gap there. Um, and so then maybe they would, they would be, have a lower weight um, in your portfolio or potentially be divested from altogether. Um, so, you know, with, with that, we're sort of able to, to, to maintain a balanced portfolio for you so you don't get these big... Um, you know, sweeping changes where you have a very unbalanced portfolio and then that's risky. And obviously we're very focused on making sure you have, um, you know, the best, they, they align with your financial goals as well as your sustainability goals. Um, so that's how we get that balance between the two. Uh, you know, we sort of, we, we consider the, the values um, along with a bunch of other financial considerations. Yeah. And um, that's, that's really interesting to hear in terms of how you're really thinking about leveraging existing and massive amount of data to help inform mm -hmm. um, you on these issues, uh, and um, and 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 then use that as a way for for you to um, to provide the service that you you will be providing for for your customers. In terms of the business model, can you share a little bit about what is the business model uh, for um, this um, for for Arnie? Yeah, sure. So it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's, it's like most other robo-advisors, we charge based on assets. So, you know, as a user, however much money you put on, um, then we charge a percentage based on the assets under management. So uh, there's, there's different ranges for, um, you know, a, a standard retail user, we charge 75 bips, um, so 0.75%. We have a premium uh, account, and that's 1%. And then we also have IRAs and 401ks, 401ks um, those are slightly different. But basically, you're just going to be, you know, it's going to be pretty nominal amount um, for most users in terms of the, the business model on our end. Uh, you know, we, we're trying to get as, as many users as we can. That's how we make money. Um, but we want to make sure it's, you know, it's low enough where we don't want anything to stop people from becoming intentional with their money. You know, so... If they if they're looking for a robo advisor, we want to make sure that we are we are close enough in line with the average robo advisor, um, so that people don't have to make that distinction between uh, what they value personally and making sure that you know they have something to retire with. Yeah, <laughs> when they're done. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's interesting when I think about Arnie. You're really kind of. Uh, a representing kind of a aspect of fintech as well, financial technology, where um, providing uh, thematic investing aligned to a lot of the issues that a lot of people care about, and uh, you know, well, well described in, in that black letter. Um, for for the people who don't really understand robo advisors and how it works and, and personal advisors um, or or fintech, Eliza, can you just give our audience a little bit of view as to uh, kind of the the process um, in terms of user experience as well as kind of how how the money is stored and and so forth? Sure. Yeah. So as a user, you would come on to our site. Uh, we'd ask you some basic questions like, you know, what's your age? 
Um, where do you live? And then we'd ask you what your values are. Um, so you could scroll through a bunch of values that fall under the main categories of environmental, social, and governance values. And then um, after that, after you indicate what you care most about, uh, you can also tell us which ones you, if there are any companies that you want to be completely divested from. So let's say you just really disagree with Facebook fundamentally, then they will just never show up in your portfolio. And then after that, we ask you some financial questions. So this is where we'd ask you, uh, you know, we're trying to get questions that tell us what your risk tolerance is. So, um, you know, how, what, what would you do if the market dropped, dropped by 25% in one day? Um, at what age do you, are you going to need all of this money? Um, what age are you now? So that way we can sort of, you know, get a better sense of how risky we can be. Usually it's a bit riskier when you're younger. Um, and then as you get closer to retirement or as you're older, um, risk goes down to make sure that you don't lose it all when you're going to need it soon. So it's very standard. Um, and then it's built, um, completely diversified. So, you know, you're not just invested in, um, a couple great green companies. Unfortunately, a lot of um, the sort of sustainable fintech offerings right now um, are great. You can put a lot of money into like, you know, a, a great solar panel manufacturer. That's awesome. But um, if that industry doesn't do well for some reason, then you're going to, you know, you're going to lose a lot of money. So we want to make sure that it's diversified um, so that you feel confident putting your money with us. Um, and then we actually don't hold any of your money. So we have a custodian, which is um, a third party group that we contract with. So they hold all of, all of your money. So we basically build the portfolio for you, and then we tell them what to do with your money. Um, and so the reason we do that is because these custodians are, you know, they hold the money of um, almost every single other robo advisor that exists. So that's their skill. That's what their skill is, and our skill is the portfolio construction process. Great. And where did the uh, name Arnie come from? It is. Um, so uh, I should say it's. Arnie is made up of me um, and my co-founder, who is my sister, Isabel Arnold. And so That's great. Arnold is our, yeah, it's our last name. And it was, Arnie was our dad's nickname in college. Um, and it's just sort of been like a family name thrown around. And to be honest, we were struggling to find a name for this. Um, it took us, I think, you know, six months of going back and forth with a million different names. And it was the, this was the placeholder name that we'd been using just while we couldn't figure it out. And we decided, you know, this one's working for us. Let's just go with it. It feels reflective of us, at least, if nothing else. Yeah, that's that's great. And I love the fact that you're building this with your sister. Um, it's wonderful. Another <laughs> woman-founded uh, mm -hmm. company. So I know you're in stealth, and mm -hmm. uh, you will come out soon with Arnie. And tell us where people can find out more about Arnie today. Yeah, so while we're still pre-launch, um, we, we wanted to do something because we felt like with everything going on over the past several months, we there was a need. You know, people were getting wanting to look more into corporate accountability and actually see what these companies were doing, um, especially in response to COVID and Black Lives Matter. And so uh, while pre-launch, we created this website. It's called Arnie, A-R-N-I-E hyphen checkyourfund.com. And you can go to that and uh, you can search for any fund that you're currently invested in. So any, you know, if you have a 401k um, or if you're just invested in, in any mutual fund or ETF, you can search for that fund. Um, and then you can discover if you own companies that are high fossil fuel emitters or weapons manufacturers, uh, among many other issues. So it's um, sort of works as a, a, an education and awareness piece to get people to realize that, um, you know, their money might not be going to exactly what they what they think. Uh, and then obviously, once we do launch, we would be the solution for that. 
and this, you know, this comes um, from a very, very personal uh, experience for me. This is actually how I first got got involved with Arnie. Um, my sister Isabel, she she was a um, financial analyst, and so she's been she was doing this for her, you know, very wealthy clients for years, and had always kind of wanted to bring this to the retail market. And then I have a background in advertising. Um, so while working on a social impact campaign, some coworkers and I. Um, did an audit of our 401ks and found out that we were invested in some things we really disagree with, namely some gun manufacturers. And that was sort of that rug pull eye-opening moment for me where I realized, you know, that this is the, the biggest asset pool I have, um, you know, my retirement account. And I'm, I'm pretty young. It's not crazy big, but it's big enough. It's the most amount of money I have. Um, was contributing to things that I fundamentally disagreed with. So I realized I was inadvertently supporting things that I hated. And I realized that that was something I just really couldn't live with. And so I talked to my sister to try and figure out how I could get out of this. You know, where, where else can I put my money? And we very quickly realized there just aren't good options for people. And uh, the feeling was, was so strong that I decided to, to commit to this full time. So, you know, it's not that I'm expecting everyone to have that same experience after, after visiting our website. Um, but hopefully it does make you realize, um, you know, how how impactful your money can be um, and how intentional I think you need to be with it moving forward. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you can check your fund and mm -hmm. uh, you can go to the websites you described, put your email address and you guys have a check your fund tool and you can check the, the funds uh, that user has invested in um, or anyone has invested in uh, by using your tool. That's I, I think that's that's great. Uh, well, Eliza, thank you so much for being here, and we look forward to your launch. And, thank you. Um, um, it's really exciting to hear what you're building. Thanks again for being on Understory. Thank you so much for having me.